I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's happening, listeners? Now, if you would like to support the podcast, then please sign up at patreon.com forward slash jackskipper. When you sign up, you get access to the Get to the Extra Good Stuff podcast with me and my brother Joseph. That's us just having a right old laugh. More stories from Joseph, uh, basically the stories that he's not brave enough to say on the main podcast. You'll also get access to my weekly solo podcast. That's just me thinking aloud, basically. That's how I come up with my ideas for sketches or stand-up. I just write down observations or my thoughts of the week, and I just say them out loud and see what comes up. Not only that, but the main podcast that comes out every Monday, you'll get early access to that on the Friday. And not only that, for a limited time only, uh, just for signing up, you'll get a personalised sketch. I usually do these on Cameo, but just for signing up, you'll get a personalised sketch. Pick one of my comedy characters, tell me what you want me to say and who you want to send it to, and I'll do that for you just for signing up. So you get all that for just £3 a month. That is like, what, half a lager in some places. Half a lager a month, you get all that. So all you got to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash jackskipper, sign up, download the app, and that is all there waiting for you. Anyway, that's enough waffle from me. Let's get to the good stuff. Doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. That sounds like you actually have something to say. Well, well, maybe. Why are we having these conversations? What the hell am I doing here? Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Get to the Good Stuff with Jack Skipper. My guest this week is a comedian, a podcaster, an all-round good guy, <laughs> Rich Wilson. Thanks, mate. Good to see you, Jack. You well? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Lovely. But you know how this podcast works? I do. We don't fuck about. No. We get straight into it. Straight in. On that note, have you ever shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> we don't fuck about it. <laughs> we don't fuck about, mate. The... <laughs> we were coming in here and I'm like, to chat about this, chat about that. All right. No. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Good. I have, as an adult. We all have. Uh, that, yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast, though, is <laughs> anyone says they haven't shit themselves is lying. Fucking liar. Of course they have. It's um, it's one of those, you obviously don't, like, you're not like a toddler. I mean, being like a, like a little kid, yeah. and they just they just do it. Yeah. I mean, to have the freedom yeah, to do that, because you know someone somewhere is going to sort you out. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Depends on your missus as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> You do that thing you can do. <laughs> I mean, that's the base. She says she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> she just likes picking me up by my ankles. <laughs> wiping my arse. Um, yeah, I did. I went to this. So this is about 20 odd years ago. And I was in, for some reason, I got, I got interested in, I wanted to find out about the Bible. Right? Because <laughs> I was slagging it off. And I'm like, I was just giving the story about shitting yourself. Oh, it gets better. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there was this thing called the Alpha Course. And someone I knew was doing it. And she said, well, why don't you... She was talking about it. And she said, well, come, come with me to this Alpha course. Right. So, so what is the Alpha course? So the Alpha course is where they teach you about the Bible, right. basically. Where? Oh. It's, there's a load of them. load of them all over. Bear Grylls is advertising it at the minute. Oh, okay. Right? And so 
So I went, yeah, all right, because right. I don't yeah. want to, I'm one of those people like, I want to find out about it before yeah. I slag it off. You know, I, I was interested. So we go along, and the first time you go, it, wherever it is, there's places all over. This was down in Chatham in Kent. And they have this, like, like a banquet thing. So you're all there, and it's a dinner. And uh, to this day, I don't know why I just didn't go to the toilet. <laughs> I was just being really polite. And I, like, <laughs> like, my guts are turning. And I'm like, oh, I really need to fart, right? <laughs> So instead of, so I just held it in. I held it in all what, night. What's that thing though? For like, that your whole adult life you've known, if your brain goes, I need a poo, go and poo. Yeah. Why this, like, like... Well, I thought it was a fart. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll just hold on to it. <laughs> why? I don't, I don't even know why. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I was in bad. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, to this day, I don't know why I didn't say You stick. didn't know if Christians were okay with that. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. They, didn't have a, they don't have an arsehole. <laughs> they didn't have any toilet. So all night long, I've held on to this, whatever. And so it's all building up. It's all building up. My guts are in turmoil. And then I walk out to the car as we're leaving. And I walk out. And as I open the car, I'm stood by the car. I just went, oh, well, I can just let it go. Yeah. And I let, I, all, I blew all tanks. <laughs> and just stood there. <laughs> And I, once it goes, <laughs> you can't stop it. You got to think it's not. Oh, it's Gary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gary, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And she's going, are you all right? Like, no, nah, no. Nah. Hanging out of the door of the car, nah, nah. <laughs> she just goes, You haven't, have you? And I went, I've just shit my pants. <laughs> I like the yeah. things I like about that is usually people go, I've just shit myself. It's no, I usually, I am shitting myself <laughs> right now as I'm speaking to you. Are you still going? Yeah, I'm still going. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't, there was no way, there was no way back. I'd open the floodgates, it was, it was piling out of me. Like. <laughs> Because usually as well, when you shit yourself, sorry, this is so graphic, but usually it's like a wet one and you go, oh God. Yeah. But it sounds like you're probably curling one out. I just let it, I let it go. Because <laughs> normally you can hold on. There's a weird thing that your ass does. Like you can like, it's, I don't know how you do it with the muscles, but you can kind of like, it feels like you're lifting the poo out of the way to let the gas out, right? You're like let it, taking yeah. the pressure off. And I was like, oh, I'll just do that. Anyway, so I'm kind of like, it just went, <laughs> and I'm hanging up the door going, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Other way, I'd be like, the Bible's not for me. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Nah. <laughs> Clearly right. the devil was I mean, in I'm gonna, me. Yeah, so I'm going to swerve the Bible from now on, I think. It's not, not uh, a bit of me, yeah. I reckon. Nah, if it does that, yeah. has that reaction. I ended up, I ended up, with, oh God. So I had to chuck the whole thing away. So I had to chuck away trousers and pants. Normally- Where, when, in the car park? Yeah, in the car park, yeah, so I had to. <laughs> she had a towel in the back of the car, I think it was for the dog. And I had to use that to wrap it around myself. And I just wiped myself down. And we're driving back, silence, silence. We've, we've never spoken about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you held it in, though. I don't know what. I don't know why. What, like, there, was, there was obviously toilets there. I don't even know why. I went. So, what was this Bible thing? What, what, so, what, explain what was. So, what they do each week, really? you'd go and then they explain different chapters in the Bible and then explain right. what it actually means and things. And then you're learning about the teachings of. So, this was week one. This is the first ever. That's before I even started. <laughs> oh, oh, we ain't got it yet. This is introduction. <laughs> <laughs> this is just to see if they want you in the group. Yeah. Oh, right. So. So I went to that, and then I went to I went to so I, went, I did go, I did go to a couple, and each week I'm like oh, I don't know this doesn't make any sense to me, yeah. and then and then one week if the bloke went right next week we're going to talk about miracles, and I'm like oh, all right oh, that'd be interesting yeah. so anyway, we come back and he goes right let me give you an example of a miracle yeah. so he goes we well, wanted to buy a house I'm like already I'm like I'll oh, fuck off yeah. he said and then a, a, a relative died. Left us a load of money, yeah. and then we were able to buy this house. I'm like, it's not a miracle, yeah. is it? A miracle is if you lose a leg and it grows back. Yeah, or, or, you, got, or you got a spare pair of trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A miracle. <laughs> it's a fucking that, miracle. I was, I was wearing a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out a miracle is when your arsehole's shut, pinched shut. But yeah, he just, he just, he said that, and I went, well, that's that's not a miracle. That's yeah. bollocks. And then they do this big thing and they go like, oh, right, we want, you've been coming for a few weeks now. We want to invite you to our church. And you're like, all right. And then who I was, the woman I was with, she's like, oh, this is a big deal. Like, get invited to the church. So anyway, anyway she, and they were all the way there and she went, last week, she went, there was this guy who started speaking in tongues. I'm like, oh, wow, I'd love to hear that. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I'm there, right? I've been to the toilet, I was yeah. fine. And then, 
and then we do this bit. They do this bit where they just go right now. Put your head, put your eyes down, and have a bit of prayer, like silent prayer. And he stood there, like that. and then this, I heard the guy. This guy goes, ah, and he goes off, and he's in in tongue. Like, he's just making up. Though, well, that was it, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at the floor. And I'm like, Keys oh, is doing it, man. Keys is doing it. And I just thought, thought I'd look to see who was doing it. So I looked up. And as I looked up, I just saw him sort of look around to see if anyone's <laughs> you fucking tosser. Yeah. The thing is as well, it's not like it's like like walking on water. Speaking in tongue, it's just like it's yeah. just gibberish. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone yeah. can do it. Just, is it like, oh, look yeah, at him. He's just right? saying words that make no sense. Mate, it was, it was, yeah. oh, it was off on one. And everyone was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, this is bullshit. This yeah. is such bullshit. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not poo-pooing anyone. Hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. That's shit, that's shit. Um, but, you know, you believe what you believe. But yeah. that I came away from that not believing even less. Yeah, yeah. It was just... It was just where, it, are you, where are you now with religion and stuff? I mean, it would be beautiful, wouldn't it, to think that there was something out there lo- looking after you or there was a plan. Yeah. But everything's so fucked. And they go, well, that's... That's because it's all down to human beings. Like man is fucking it up. Yeah. Whereas God's plan is this, this, and this. Yeah. But it's human beings that are ruining it. And you're like, that's that sounds like a bit of a cop out. Is there yeah. a, is there a religion that you think I can get on with that? I can sort of. Start um, I think anything that well, all, with the the fundamental thing of all religions I've lo- I've worked out is that it's all about being decent to each other. Yeah. They're all pretty much similar. Yeah. But uh, but there's always different things on top, different whatever. Um, and I think that if there's, I think Buddhism's pretty cool. That's all yeah. pretty chill, a lot of meditation and a lot of, you know, relax. Re- you know. Everyone's always alright with the Buddhists, isn't they? Yeah, <laughs> I bet they're the biggest pricks going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, go to one of their parties. You never trust, never trust <laughs> a quiet one. <laughs> they're all quiet, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust this. Too much silence. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. What are you up to? All shitting themselves quietly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I believe I'd like there. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice if there was something, but. As yet, there hasn't been any hard evidence. And then when you talk to people about it, like I was talking to a, a comedian, uh, Damon Bamra, who was on my podcast, okay. and he's a Sikh. Right. And I was talking to him about what that means and, and his beliefs and how he was brought up. And and it's a similar sort of thing. He said, you just have to believe it. Yeah. And I'm like, but I have to have something in front of me yeah. that goes, "That's I'm going to believe in that. Have you ever messed around with psychedelics? All the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I thought, this is why I've done it quite a bit. Mm. And uh, this is what I thought. This is my understanding of like a higher power. Or yeah. God, or God. My mum's in recovery. She talks about higher power. Mm. And I've chat to her about that sort of stuff, right? Right. And uh, I thought, what is my understanding of higher power? And I've never been able to work it out. But then I had a few, a few like mushroom and acid trips and stuff. I worked out what I, my understanding of it is, right? It's, so it's... The uh, the energy between everything, the yeah. energy between it, and I and I realized this moment once of realizing that this because you can see so you can see it, can't you? When, mm. you're, when you're, you can see the energy between, yeah. you, you, you can actually think, oh, fucking hell! And I remember like having a thing like like realizing I have the power to walk into a room and change that room. Yeah, with my with that whatever that energy is, I can create that and yeah. make that. So I can make I can this room now. I can make it fucking shit. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that. You have that. It's in your power to walk, to set a mood or set. A, yeah. And, I, and I even do it with like my own kids sometimes. Because sometimes, as a parent, you get uh, you get carried away with things, and sometimes you get in your own head. And sometimes you think, "Fucking hell, my, my kids are seeing me stressed out here. This, yeah. this ain't good for it." And if you choose, if you can actually choose to go right, I'm gonna be good and create a nice you just see their faces change yeah. or see the way that and that's my understanding mate well, you, of, you remember when you were a kid I mean was, I, I, we, don't, we don't really know each other but yeah. for, like, working class yeah. backgrounds yeah. and uh, I just remember the mood would change in the house when dad got in from work yeah 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 like you knew dad was in because yeah. he's had a shit day at work yeah. and you, he's come in and you're sat in his chair yeah, and he's like, the only thing I got out of this poxy life is that chair, and yeah. you are sat in. It. Yeah, yeah, and it, and so that yeah, he changed it. We'd all be running around like lunatics with lightsabers and yeah, yeah. throwing things at each other, and then oh shit, dad's in. Yeah, and it would just change because because I've got to stop, I've got to stay present with it sometimes because like it could be my kids would be laughing <laughs> and having a good time I'm like oh you shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking I've just ruined that for him yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but it's like but but in the opposite way I remember like as a kid you know, being on holiday and your dad gets in the pool. Yeah. Whoa, that's like fucking wow. What a moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think remember, that's yeah. it. I remember my dad sitting down with me one day. I was playing with my cars when I was little. Mm. And he went, he goes, oh, you, he goes you, need, you need a road for your cars. And then he got a blanket and then he put a load of boxes and bricks and things underneath underneath the blanket. 
and he created like valleys and oh. things like that. That's one of the best days of so my that life. That sticks in your head, though, yeah. doesn't it? That's it. And it's it. And it's the same with comedy. When you walk yeah. out on stage, it's you can you can you can you can change a room. Yeah. That's why I always say to people when they're starting out, like you you've got to get out. You've got to walk out like. Yeah, smiley face and go fucking come on in. Yeah, I'm having this. Yeah, you got to show them that yeah. I, I can do this. Trust yeah, 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 me. Yeah. Trust me. I'm because f- I, I I think I've what I've learned from comedy so far is that the the the, the, the main thing is self awareness, mm. knowing how you come across. Yeah. So it can be like you, sometimes it's like even the jokes ain't good, but you just someone someone aware yeah. of who they are. It just, put, it just puts confidence in everyone, and I think just like I I think but comedy with me it's helped me out a little bit. Yeah, really. In my, in my brain, like a little bit, like because a lot of it, you see a lot, of, like you know, like self-deprecation and all mm. that sort of stuff, where it's like being being honest. It makes you go deeper yeah, in, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes yeah. you go deeper in, and then you just take the piss out yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes you're, you're, you 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 don't want to do it. Do you you want to say, no, I'm not like that. I'm like <laughs> if you actually if, if you actually go, I am like that. Yeah. And have a laugh about it. But it's funnier to do yeah. that. It's funnier to mock the bits. It's funnier to mock yourself than it is to walk because it's not funny to walk out and go. Bit of a ledge. Yeah. Great in bed. Massive cock. Whatever. you got to walk out and go... I've got to change my act then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a new breed. <laughs> we, us oldies, we walk out and go, oh, I wish I had a bigger cock. I've got to really change that opener. <laughs> you go swaggering out. Cock just flapping. <laughs> Ladies. It's, it's, yeah, self-deprecation is, is funny. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's funny, like when we talked about this podcast, what's funny is that you're talking about where we fucked up. Yeah. And that's hilarious. Yeah. It's like when you're in green rooms and you're talking to other comics. No one wants to hear about when you roofed it. No one wants to hear about ah. when you smashed it. I want to hear about the time you walked out and it's, someone called you a cunt. It's funny, isn't it? It's fuck. I watched uh, an old Norm MacDonald interview the other day. Yeah. And he was saying about, um, like, because I, I, sometimes that thing, isn't it? Like, no one knows, wants to know how clever you are. No. Why are you trying to show me how clever you are? Like, it's 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 about how you fucked up. Yeah. We, we want to hear how you failed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what's funny. People will work out what you are. They'll work out if you're clever or not. They'll work out. They'll, they'll, they'll work it all out. Yeah. They'll work out if what your sexuality is. They'll work out if whether you've got ADHD and all that yeah. other capable yeah. of people are using as yeah. selling points now. They'll they'll work it out. Yeah. Just to, if you talk about whatever you want to talk about, people will go, oh, so he's this and he's that. Yeah, yeah. He's the other. And people will know They'll go, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a funny story. But he sounds like he's all right because it's authentic. It's like you can't you can't fake it's it. It's authenticity. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't fake. Yeah, and that and, and audiences will pick up on it. Yeah, they will. And it's and you're getting it a lot now. People walking out and before they've even said a joke, they're going, right, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. And then Jeff Innocent does this brilliant bit when he does his comedy courses. He's like, show not tell. Yeah, like, like said, oh, yeah. Do your do your stuff. And from that, people will, will go, oh, so you're bisexual because of what you've just been taught by that joke you just said. Oh, okay. Oh, you've got ADHD because you said that joke. And so people work it out. But now we're walking out with menus going... Like this, CV. This. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I've just been yeah. just coming from work. Yeah. I need you to make me laugh. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, self-deprecation is funny. Oh, that's funny. When you do self-deprecation in, like, New Zealand... Because they're pretty solid people. And they're yeah. beautiful people. Yeah. My brother said, he lived there, he said they're so nice. They're so nice. <laughs> yeah. And you'll do a couple of jokes, quite self-deprecating. I did this, I was at the Classic in Auckland. And about the third or fourth joke in, this bloke in the front row goes, all right, mate. <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, he felt sorry for you. Yeah, he felt sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I know, yeah. mate, I'm just having a laugh. I can't, yeah. you know. I think I've had that before where I've, had, I've, I've written like a bit. And I've tried it, and then the, the audience just end up feeling sorry for you. You're like, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm having yeah, a laugh. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They're like, no, come on, man. I had it in Brighton. I had it in Brighton Comedia. Yeah. I can't remember what I'd said, but the whole room went, oh, that's like 300 people. <laughs> and I had, to sit on a, I had to sit on a chair and go, look, let me explain <laughs> what I'm doing. And I said what I just said. I, said, I can't walk out here and go, actually, I'm pretty solid. Yeah. I'm, you know, people seem to love me. I'm having a nice time. You know, great in bed, no complaints. Blah, blah, blah. Again, stealing my act. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know we, but we've all fucked up and that's why I like this podcast because we fucked and up and no, you can be Marcel Lucon he can do that Marcel, Marcel Lucon. Lucon can do that yes he can uh, he's a character but yeah he can do that he can do that but, yeah, yeah, say, yeah, but it's yeah. the level of self-awareness yeah that's the thing though isn't it so you know it's, so you know it's a joke or you know it's a character you got to have mm. that level of the self-awareness he's an arrogant you know I mean? an arrogant Parisian yeah. Yeah. So he can kind of he's like walks out and go, yeah. Well, yeah, you're lucky to be in my presence. Yeah, yeah. I can't walk out like that. I'm yeah. from Bromley. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know my favourite thing? 
in, in, in general. And I do, I'm, a lot of my sketches are about this. It's blokes. I mainly take the piss out of blokes, the way blokes are, right? Because yeah. I like this thing where people show off, but they do it like indirectly. They think they're doing it. Like, like, for example, there's a geezer I used to work with, right? And he went, uh, he went, yeah, my missus wants, uh, wants uh, this, she wants this engagement ring. And it's, uh, it's 10 grand. And I've said, I'm not doing a whole month's wage on a, on a ring. <laughs> and it's like, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. that's what makes me laugh. That is, that is, because it's that thing of like, yeah. he wants you to go, you earn 10 grand, 10 grand a month. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's yeah. That, in, yeah it's that indirect showing off <laughs> yeah, yeah, is my yeah. favourite thing. I love that. I love that's it. It's like, that's, yeah. that's what the off, why the office was so good. Because it's that thing of <laughs> showing off. And yeah. doing it like so, so people don't notice what you're doing. You know what I, mean? oh, I love it. It's my favourite yeah. thing. But people don't think you can tell. Oh, that what yeah. the virtue signaling as well that goes yeah. on. Yeah. People, people, all, and you go. You've literally just said this whole thing because you want you wanted to mention yeah. that one thing you did. Like yeah. you helped someone across the road or something like that. Or yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. But it's, I find yeah. it hysterical. Right. Question two. What's the worst thing you've done for money? Uh, so I've never had any. I've never had any money, <laughs> and when I've had it, I've sp I've spunked it. <laughs> I'm so bad with money; it's shocking. <laughs> I am fucking awful. Just <laughs> honestly, it's like water through my fingers. Yeah. It just goes. Um, but I've, you know, again, you you know, you kind of you get involved with bits and pieces here and there, and you you know, you. I luckily for me, I was never criminally minded. I'm not. I'm not that way inclined. Right. And I've got mates of mine from way back that are like proper naughty people and I remember when I needed a bit of, needed a bit of work I said to my mate I'm like oh, you got anything like a bit of driving and he went he just went it's not for you and that was it and I'll never forget him for that because he could have gone yeah here drive this you mug <laughs> and then, like, get banged up for 40 years <laughs> but I've done all sorts of things you know you've whatever you've, you've got involved with whatever but the, it wasn't really the worst thing I did it was the most unusual thing I've did I've done right. So about 20, well, about 15, nearly 20 years ago now, I needed a job. I've, got, I've had kids since I was 20 years old. Right. This is, I've talked about this in my set. And so I needed a job. And my mate used to go to this sauna, this gay sauna down in Rochester. And uh, he's gay. He didn't just like, go down here like having a wander around. Hey, yeah, we yeah, yeah. just popped in for that. Needed a massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he went, oh, they need, they need staff in the sauna. So I'm like, yeah, go on in. I'll do that. So... I went down there and he introduces me to everybody and then he's like, he goes, oh, don't, don't tell him you're straight because it might be a bit funny. Because I didn't care. I was like, look, your sexuality is irrelevant. I don't give a yeah. shit. As long as whatever you, you want to make love to is old enough, woolly nor inanimate, right? Which is what I say in my act. It don't matter. So anyway, my mate gets me the job. So I'm there for a few weeks and then all, the, all the lads coming in, they're all like, well, who are you? <coughs> like, we don't know you from, this, from the scene. Where have you come from? And I'm like, so I had to invent this whole backstory about <laughs> I've just moved to the area, I've done this, I've done that. Oh, and then I said, I'm living with a girl, but she doesn't know. And, oh, yeah. It got real, oh. real EastEnders. It was really EastEnders. That's <laughs> the backstory. Yeah, I'm good. And you start I, believing it yourself. Yeah. 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 To stay, I'm like, oh, I can't remember that. <laughs> so I ended up, so I ended up, so I'm working in this sauna. And then, and I got friendly with a few of the guys who used to come in. And then one of them, he says to me, he goes like, he goes, I really want to spend a night with you. And I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, I need another, you know, I don't want to lose the job. And I went, uh, well, you could nosh me off for 100 quid, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even know why I thought that. It'd be, it'd be skin, I just, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was on like 30 pound a day. So. so anyway, so that ended up, he went, well, I'll, yeah, he goes, I'd love to do that. What he actually, yeah, what he actually said was, he goes, I want to, I want to suck you off. Right. And I want to, I'll pay for it. That's how it came about. That's yeah, came about. yeah. That's a better, that's a better version of the story. Yeah. You just coming up with. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it how I do it in my act. But how, what actually happened was he said, "I want to knock you off, and I'll pay for it." That right. was it. I remember. That was because I, I was thinking a little bit weird. Thinking, yeah, I was that's arrogant. Yeah, it? fucking hell, charging already. Because I've done that, done yeah. that set so many times. Yeah. That's how it, it seems a bit more palatable. But what he actually said was, "Yeah, I want to suck you off, and I'll pay for it." So it's be authentic, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it just seems funny. Yeah. So, so I was like, oh, "All right then, yeah, all right, well, all right fine, let's yeah. do that then." So we ended up, we arranged, we arranged it, and we did it. And I'm not, I'm not gay, but I was like, and I, I was just, I was a bit, I was, it was just weird because I've not been in that situation before. 
So I don't okay. know. Yes, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, ah, but this is all right. Okay. Well, you know, I'm in for a penny. <laughs> right. So anyway, so, so anyway, so he goes, it's all right. He goes, it's all right. Just, you know, just lay here and I'll take care of it. So he's sort of lying there and I'm looking up. I'm like, looking up. And he's, and it's all going on down there. And then I'm like, and then I'm panicking, going, ah, oh, what if I can't get it up? And uh, he's already given me the money. It's in my pocket. So I'm like, I don't know if I can't get it out. And I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah. I've got to give it back. So anyway, I'm lying there, and then I'm thinking about all the things that I've that I'm into, like going, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, that, and yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, oh, actually, that feels all right. That's quite nice, actually. And he did the thing. And then I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna want me to come, isn't he? Otherwise, it's, I don't know. I love it if you say this out loud. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like I'm here. <laughs> Who put me off, mate? Can you keep it down? <laughs> inside voice, inside voice. So then, it, so then we do, we finish, and then, uh, and he's over, the, he's over the moon. Yeah. He's like, oh, mate, he goes, that was, that was amazing, that was amazing. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah thanks for that. <laughs> I'm like, shake his hand, car dealers. You've lost your character, though, because you're saying you're gay in the in the story, like, to him, he thinks you're gay, doesn't he? Well, what happened was, no. so this is, so this, so then, so that, so that was that time. And then he said, as I was leaving, he went, look, if you ever want to do it again, he goes, I'm really, I'm really into it. And I went, all right, yeah, fine. And so- we and Was in, you into it? Was you figuring- Well, because I, I, I wasn't, <laughs> it felt nice, but I was like, oh, it's 100 quid, and it was like, <laughs> get another 100 quid out of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 100 quid. So then, goes, <laughs> so then he goes, he goes, you want to do it again? How did he pay, cash? Yeah. 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 Oh, mate, proper, right? <laughs> so then he goes- I'll transfer you that later. Yeah. I'll leave off. <laughs> Listen, get on this. So you said, did he know? Yeah. So I said, I went, yeah, I'll do it again. And then, uh, and I felt really bad. And I, so when we were talking, I went, look, I have to tell you. I said, I don't tell anyone else. I said, yeah. but oh, I'm straight. I'm straight. Yeah. And he goes, yes, I know. I went, how do you know? He went, we all fucking know. Everyone in the place knows. <laughs> he goes, you're, the, you're not, no, you're not fooling anyone. That's why I wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know why? Because he's just won 500 quid. He's happy to give it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> That's why it's flash with the money. He's like, I bet, I bet you 500 quid I can suck him off. And they all come out of yeah, the, yeah. the woodwork, sucking it. Ah, I can't believe it, can't believe it. He's done you there. Yeah, oh, that's probably a good point. So, yeah, so so he knew, and that was his thing. He's like, it's the fact that you're straight and we're doing that is what is the real, that's why I want right. to give you that money. Right. So, I was, I, you know, it's funny because I've told the story the way I've told it so many times. I've forgotten about these actual events. So yeah, that's that was that. So it wasn't necessarily the worst thing I've done, but it's the most unusual. It's the most extreme. Yeah, and it's and it made me it made it made me realise well, I'm not gay because I you know because when you're growing up you're not it sounds sure. pretty gay. It's very gay. <laughs> but when you're growing up, when you're growing up, you're like, am I gay? Am I straight? Because I had this thing in the nineties, early nineties, where I fancied I thought I fancied Howard from Take That. Right. I had a real thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, do I fancy him? Yeah. Why do I? But it wasn't. It was just like I admired him. I liked what he looked like, and I was like, oh, I wish I looked like that. But I'm not six foot four, and then take that. So I know it's. I, I know you yeah. because like as in, you know when you sort of like look at another bloke, it's sort of slightly obsessing to a point. But there's no like for me there was no, like no like sexual stuff. But you're thinking I'd be obsessed with this bloke. Just something about this. This, yeah. this, this it's like there's a comic called Marcus Birdman. And when he and I were mates, I just used to love hanging around with him. Yeah. I haven't seen him for a while, we, you know, what with one thing and another. But, you know, when we hook up again, it's just nice to be around each other. Yeah. But it's nothing sexual. He's just like, I just really like his company. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think a lot of men have that. A lot of men are like, oh, I love hanging out with Gary. He's just a top yeah. bloke. But they go, oh, I ain't going nothing. Yeah. I ain't going nothing. But you go, look, it's, the feelings are more fluid than that. It's not just like, you're not just like straight down the line. Yeah, because I think they say it's a spectrum, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you might have feelings for your mate, but it's not necessarily you know, sexual. I've, 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 I've pondered it, right? And this, this is the way I look at it. Is like, well, I think I could say a man is handsome. I think that is a yeah, handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, the more the emotion, that's what I'm saying, the emotion that comes over me is probably one more of envy. I yeah, want to look like yeah. that. I want. I wish I looked like that. Yeah. And then that's where, like, I remember, like, I remember, like, being as a kid and having like photos of David Beckham everywhere. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, like, someone pointing out that they weren't been playing football. Him <laughs> 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 in a suit. Yeah. No, it was top off. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you got that poster? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why is it on the ceiling above your bed? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it sticky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some reach yeah. on you. <laughs> I mean, you start. I mean, it's. I think. I think what it comes down to, if you if you really want to know 
what you're into really is when you're on your own, when you're masturbating, yeah. what are you thinking about? When no one else is around, when you're on your own, what is it you think about what, that gets you off? And that's yeah. kind of, that'd be, that's your sort of... Are you, are you, you know. um, you read any Carl Jung? No. Right, I know quite, of him. So it's quite, so it's about like, um, uh, sh the shadow. So you've got, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this, but it's how I understand mm. it. Do you know what I mean? But so it's like, you've got, you've got your, um, your ego, and like, so that's the person you pretend to be. Oh, the ego that. and the yeah, id. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's the ego, and then there's like the shadow. Right. Okay. There's, another, there's, there's, there's other elements to it. Again, I'm not. Yeah. Educated. This is how I <laughs> perceive it. So basically, there's the there's the the, the 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 way to know your true self is when they them two things align, where it's like the it's all in correlation. You know what I mean? So so the what people do, the dark side of them. Mm. So that could be like sexual desires or like yeah. um, violent tendencies and all that. If you suppress it. It makes you a worse person. Yeah, right. So if you can get to know that part of you, like I've 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 done a lot of soul searching, and I think it just come up before. I'm quite I'm quite a jealous person, I'm quite envious. Are you really? Quite sort of like of everybody or no? Just like if I see if I, I, I maybe I think, but I'm reading a, well, listening to a book at the moment called the the Chimp Paradox. Yes, I've got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's quite, and it's that thing. I think it's a survival thing. Yeah. So it's like um, like oh, if he's doing better than me, I'm not going to be. I'm I won't be doing as good. Yes. So therefore, you'll get, left, you'll get left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, my, yeah, I mean, so it's that that way of looking. But when you look at uh, Carl Jung and things like that, it's about so them dark desires and them things. The worst thing to do is push it away. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. to know it and say, right, what is this? What is this? And you yeah. you sort of have to bring it into your life in a way. Yeah. So, so I've realised it with <clears throat> with like so the way I do it is because there's a big ego. So so I do it now. I do it with comedy. So it's like. Um, so it's like a, that, that thing of like people laughing at you and clapping that you need to, what do they call it? Like feed the ego. You need, you okay. need that part. Yeah. It's a part of you that you need to. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then, so if you long, you do that little bit where you get your little bit of praise and you patch your head, <laughs> tells you're a good boy, then you can, yeah. then you can carry on being nice and giving <laughs> to everyone else. Do you know what I mean? But you need that little yeah. bit. I think there's a lot of that in common here. It's just people surprised. You're a good boy. You are. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Come back and do it again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like that. But we do need that. We do need affirmation, and yeah. that's yeah. I used to be terrible for that. I, used to, I, I mean, I've I've had counselling and I've gone off and because uh, what was happening, I would like my counsellor said to me, what was happening? I was getting into relationships, but I was fucking them up. Right. And then my the counsellor was going, well, he goes, what's happening is he goes, you want affirmation from women, from yeah. all women that you meet, you want them to turn around and go, you're a, you're a good person, yeah. a good person, and I would go all out and fling myself into relationships and then go and then they, and as soon as I got the affirmation when I go yeah yeah you're a great bloke you're that I'd go right I've got it yeah and then go oh fuck I don't oh, no I don't yeah. want to be in this relationship I'd flung myself into it yeah trying to make them think I'm the best thing ever and it fucks you up it fucks them it up does. it fucks you up and it ends up you end up getting the opposite of what you wanted because they go this fucking dickhead <laughs> I'm ruin my life yeah I've, I've, I was really uh, watching something earlier where they said that comes from uh um, so, but, but as, as a kid, it's not your uh, what they what they call it. Uh, your emotions not getting validated. Yeah. So if someone goes, if you go to your parent or whatever, oh, this hurt, I don't like this, and they go, oh, no, you're right. Yeah. It fucks you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you search for validation in other ways. You don't. You think, oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> you're all confused. You know I mean? so yeah. You go looking for it. And there's another thing of like when you're when you're a kid, like you know they fucking wipe your ass. Well. You're an adult for you. <laughs> I just leave you sitting in the back of the car and a towel. Get a towel, get a dog towel, wipe his ass. You wipe your nose, wipe your ass, do everything for you. Yeah. And then you get to an adult and people just don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And then you go, oh, where's all that? Where's all that attention gone? Do you know what I mean? And you're just yeah. left wandering around going, like me. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. And then like, I remember my mum going, my mom, well, you know, you get to 18, you're out on your own. And you go, hang on a minute. Yeah. I didn't fuck and make me. Yeah. You did that. And now, now I'm the issue. It's like you yeah. had sex, I popped out. Yeah. And now, and now you're suddenly telling me that I get to this age, and I'm on my own. And and you kind of go, and you don't want to go, you don't want to go. Well, I didn't ask to be born. But there's a part of you goes like, I don't know what to say. It's like, yeah. thanks, thanks. Well, I think I, I I do think that if, if from being a parent, having parent, all that sort of stuff. Like if you if you what if. Now we know what we're doing in life. You can take take a bit of time. Yeah. And if you if you want to have kids, you've got to have half a like, hold of your own life. 
Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like yeah. the before it's just ah just fucking pop them out and, and then you put your own shit on your kid <laughs> and then your kid's fucked and it just keeps going, keeps yeah. going. Do you know what I mean? You've got to have half an idea of yourself first. Yeah. Never, you're never gonna suss it out, but just have a, a bit of an idea. You know? yeah. I think I think like I was saying this to my missus the other day. We're of a generation now where we're very um we can be like self-reflective and do you know what I mean? We can we can work but parents, like my dad's generation, mom, they just used to crack on. Yeah. Crack on with shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you got an emotion pop up, get pissed. That's a, yeah, do, you, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Or yeah. Push that down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck that. Do you know what I mean? But now we're all sort of like, we've got feelings and that. And we talk I about know, it. Do you know what I mean? Well, what we're at, at the minute, we're in the middle of this massive overcorrection. So it's gone, it'll always go too far the other way. And it'll get to a point. Loads of people are going, oh, God, this again. Yeah. I know. We're talking about mental health. All right. Yeah. I get it. But what'll happen is it'll come, it'll level out again, and it'll just mean that everyone's a little bit more open. Like the next yeah. generation, they're going to be more open than we ever were, yeah. and our parents were. Like you, swing, you think it's swinging too far now? It, it'll, it, like everything does, it'll yeah. always swing too far, and then it'll swing back a little bit. And so, like with my dad, the other day I was around there, and he just—I can't remember what was on the television—and something happened, and he just went, "I suppose you're going to come out more, more of your woke bullshit," and I went. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not woke. I'm just yeah. saying like a bit more understanding is what, yeah. and he goes, oh, this again. <laughs> and then we're in the car, he's giving me a lift to the station. And then, and I don't know what happened. And he just started telling me, I knew roughly about his mum and dad. I knew his mum was an absolute asshole. Like a woman made of granite, she was horrible and put him through hell. And he just starts telling me about it. And he's, and, I'm, and then, and we sat there for ages and he's telling me all about it. And he's, and he's 76. And then I just sat there and I went, that's all right, wasn't it? And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, see you later on. See you yeah, later on. Yeah, and then it, so, you know, it's there. They, they, but this is the first time they've had the opportunity. Did you, did you, was your dad like an affectionate dad? Kissing no, dad never, that? never. No, my mum and dad were never sort of kissing and cuddling mom and either. all that. No, never. It wasn't until later on when I started to make a point of going, I love you. Yeah. But they were never, it was never like, I'll oh, come here, you. Or, it was no. almost like, I think, and I might be wrong, I don't think I was planned. So I think I popped out and I'm like, fucking ruined that line. Oh, we better make him a brother, keep you quiet. <laughs> and then my brother and I were fucking around with my mum's diaphragm years later. And we think we put a hole in it because then my sister was born. There's like a seven year age gap. Right. So we think we might have fucked it. <laughs> that's why my sister exists. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it seems like. But no, they're good people and they gave us everything we wanted. We didn't want for anything. But affection wasn't something that they gave out, you know. because yeah, it's, it's big in my family. Really? Yeah, like, really. And I was just, I'm thinking, like, how much, because I still give a, like, we say hello, goodbye, I give him a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, dad, right. I do now. I, yeah, I give yeah, me yeah. dad a cuddle. Yeah. Give me mum a cuddle. And I'm like, but to, to, I think to people, it does look, look it's not, but dad's a black cab driver, right? So That's, right, like, that's just weird now. Still, but it's both. So, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you give me a lift somewhere, and I'll get out and give him a kiss. And then people think, is that what he's charging him oh, for? Right. The... <laughs> It's weird to see that. Yeah, like, you know we've already, like we've already discussed, you've got yeah. to get your money from somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but that's nice, though, that you've got yeah. that with your dad. Especially with your dad, it sounds to me like he's like proper. He's old school. Old school, working yeah. class, cab driver. Yeah. You know, like you say, like if you were to go to him and go, oh, dad, I'm feeling a little bit depressed. You're like, oh, pull yourself together. So. Yeah. I think, no, I think no, <laughs> there's a little bit of element of, you need to fucking cheer up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's that. Have a point. Yeah, just cheer. <laughs> but I think he's put more open than a lot of. Only from not doing his podcast and chatting to our people's dads, I realise it's yeah. a very old, like very closed off thing. I think like now, this is what I was thinking actually. Like the age I am, having having kids and that, we're, I'm much more hands on now. You know, like, yeah. Um, but like, I still go to work. You do the main breadwinner thing, but then you got to do the school runs and do all that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, well, I, I think sometimes we've like. That dad's like me. It's like sometimes you're referencing. You've got no reference to how to do it. <laughs> do you know, you know, you, it, yeah. you know you'll see it a lot, right? Is in like on the in uh, when you queue up to take your kids to school, right? Women have got it sus because they watch their mums do it. Yeah. So they all stand together and chat. And then every group of women is, is separated by one bloke trying not to make <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> all socially, all, you know, we're like, yeah. folks, like, I'm not standing around chatting. Well, what you're trying to do as well, you're trying to show everyone that you're there or you're supposed to be there yeah. and not a sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a picture of your own kids around your, around your neck going, I meant to pick these up. These are mine. Because I'm quite a socially awkward person as well. And my um, my boy will do a thing where, like, we, we did it today, walking along and he's 
calling one of his mates' names. Like, right. Yeah, and I'm going, I don't fucking know. So I'll have to walk along with the parent then and make a oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. conversation. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, Sorry, like, yeah, stop calling them. Yeah. We'll walk on our own. <laughs> so that's me. I'm putting up. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm putting my shit on him now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. making him socially awkward. Uh, don't ever stop and talk to people in the street. <laughs> Don't do that. He's having a great time. Yeah, he don't care. Hey, yeah. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. Stop being social. What are you doing? <laughs> Mate. But it's hard being a parent. Of course yeah. it is. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't know. When you, you know what your parents... And don't get me wrong, my parents, they showed love and affection in other ways. Like I say, they never wanted for anything. Yeah. You know, you we had a roof over our head, we were fed, watered, we had clothes and all that sort of shit. Yeah. But there was... The, the old time, I think, like you, like you do with your own kids, you kind of go, I need to put a bit more effort into this. Yeah. So I, I remember dad went through a phase of reading his bedtime stories and things like that. And I'm like, dad, I'm 18. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> reading bits of nuts out <laughs> But when we were younger and yeah. he, was, he was reading bedtime stories and things like that and, you know, so, yeah, we're just figuring it out, aren't we? Because there's a, bit, there's a bit of your brain as well where you take him down the park and you, my head goes, is that enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's why a soft play is great. Yeah, and, soft play, just fuck off for an hour. But I do think I do think there's such a thing as like this overparenting thing, though. You know, like when you do that thing where you're like, I reckon I've got this theory. If you talk to your kid like a div, your kid will be a div. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and now the man is stacking the shelf. <laughs> they they expect, like say it like that. You think? Yeah. Or like you know what I mean? These parents, you get these parents down the park who do this thing where they're. Doing good parenting, but all they do is shout in front of you. Yeah, it's performative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, let the little boy have a go. <laughs> let the other little boy have a go. They do all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm just yeah, there on yeah, my phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hurry up. You know I mean? Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that bit in uh, Afterlife, Ricky Gervais, and he's in the tea shop with his workmate, and there's that that father with his kid, and he's just over the sort of going, Well, that's right, isn't it? Oh, there's a dog not seen it. Really. Eating thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, eating the thing. And he's like, yeah. And then Ricky Gervais is you know, they had this back and forth. Yeah. But it's like that. There is a lot of that. Or you'll see parents in the rush hour on the underground. And that's the time that they, they go, oh, yeah, my little boy's going to learn how to put his own ticket in the machine. Oh, and you're yeah, still going, yeah, now yeah. ain't the time, mate. Yeah. We've got the ticket machines like, where, so where do you want to go? Yeah. Where do you want to go? That's right, T. <laughs> and you're like, mate, I will back the pair of you out of the way. I've got a place to be. Because this is what I'm saying. I do think we need to find that happy, like, that middle ground of, like, because you know, this is the thing, right? If you, if you, if you, who said it? Like, if you weren't, if your parents weren't a little bit fucked up, you're boring. Yo, you need, yeah. you need them to fuck you up a little bit to make you an interesting person. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think you do need a little bit of, you need to find a middle ground. I think because if you overdo it and like be this really like liberal parent, you know what I mean? You're, you're yeah. gonna grow up cunts. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So there's that. Oh yeah, like yeah. You, you can be. Oh, there's something I'm watching at the minute. My missus put it on. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's by Dolly Al, Dolly Alderton. And there's a bit in it where the main character, has, she ends up giving a pill to this one of their uh, parents' friends by accident, right? And then there's this big, she gets bollocked the next day. And she has a go at him going, look, you love me too much. You overdid it. Yeah. Like, you know, you told me I could be anything. You you overdid it. So right, that's the thing, yeah. like you say, you've got to find that middle ground. Yeah, you got a bit of... Yeah, otherwise it just comes. What was, because um, you like working class background at, mm. what, how did you, did you find telling your parents you want to be a comedian, like, sort of like coming out? Even now, <laughs> even now, I'm 18 years in. I'll be 19 years in October. Even now, I see my mum and she just goes, "We're getting paid." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, what do you think I've been doing?" There's still, I mean, not getting paid enough. There's still times I go, "Mum, I need a couple of quid." <laughs> um, but that's that's what happens when you're doing this sort of thing. But um, yeah, it was it was a moment. I said to mum, "I'm gonna, I'm thinking about learning how to be a barber." I was into that. I did that as well. I was, I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna be a barber, right? And uh, just as uh, an aside, because yeah. my mate, my old flatmate Sweeney, he's a barber, and uh, I do you know what I didn't get it. His name's Sweeney. He's a barber. Didn't click. <laughs> didn't fucking click. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I said to my mum, "I said like, oh, I'm gonna try to be a barber." She went, "Ah, oh, finally, you're gonna get a proper job." <laughs> I'm like, but I'm, mum, I'm really good at comedy. I don't think you understand. Like, I've worked really hard. I'm doing really well, but they still don't get it. Yeah, I mean, my, you know. my parents are supportive now, but mm. <clears throat> I think it was that that thing of like, it's like I felt shame admitting that yeah. I wanted because I, I did like like I had the thing where I've you know, been a carpet fitter my whole life, and I've always hated it. Just it was that thing of get a trade. Yeah, you know I mean? that's it. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> so I used to have these little creative things I do. Like I uh, once I was going to make my own uh, burger. 
a gourmet <laughs> burger company called Dorothy Gherkins. Right? You've still got to do that. You've still got to do that. Well, I did a sign up, paid 600 quid for a barber course and never went. <laughs> uh, the house producer, produced house music. Did you? Uh, I did all these things, but I, but I knew stand up comedy is what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I was all these, well, trying all these little things was me sort of. I, 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 did, I was like scared to admit that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, I, I think, I don't know if it, I, I'm trying to, trying to work it out. I think it might be that thing of like, because what there's one, there's a one turn around people saying, I think I'm funny enough to stand <laughs> on stage and everyone listen. Oh yeah, it's arrogant. Because I think like when you work, if I said that to someone in the van, I go, oh, shut up. <laughs> you, you, you just how it is, isn't it? You just get, yeah. you get knocked down a peg. That's just how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the difference between like middle class and working class comedians. I personally think. I don't know. I don't know. I can only talk from experience of what it's like being working class. But whatever you do, you mm. get knocked back down. You get you do something good, someone in the van or someone will go, what are you fucking doing that yeah, for? Yeah, you? Yeah, it's just yeah, how it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of that comes from their insecurity. Yeah. But you don't know that. When no, you, of course you, you, you don't. don't know that. But I think yeah. what I think what is, I, I don't know, but I'm guessing from the, like, because the confidence on some of these people, and I think if they went to their parents, I want to do performance on stage. They go, yeah, you go and do that. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they've got maybe more of a financial backing to go and do that. Well, it's got a lot of my lads. So my lads are 25 and 30. And my eldest is a dancer in Bristol. He does choreography and <clears throat> goes around all the schools and teaches mm. kids to do like street dance. And then my youngest is a drummer. He's studying music at BIM, the big music college right. in, in Bristol. And so they've always had that because I've done this all, you know, I've done this since they've been kids. Right. So they kind of, they, they knew that the, the option was there. Whereas I didn't. And my dad was pretty cool with it, actually. My dad was always like, I was always like, I want to be in a band, dad. And he's like, when you make your first million, I'll be your accountant. Yeah, you know, yeah. so there's all that. Whereas your mum was more like, you get a job. Yeah. Doesn't matter what job, just get a job. Because then you're going to meet someone, a woman, and then you're going to have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're going to die. And that's your life. <laughs> and you're like, right. There's all that shit. Yeah. So my dad was a bit more open to, I think, because I was, that's the thing. I say working class, but I'm kind of, I'm not middle class. I'm not. It's a bit more fluid than that because my dad went to art college and my dad was a civil servant. His boss was Gordon Brown. Right. So you've got you've so I kind of there was always literature around. There was always yeah. music oh, around. Okay, and my yeah. dad was he was always painting. And then mum worked forty million hours down the down the mines like yeah. doing it. So she was proper working class. So I've got it sort of a mixed yeah, mash yeah. of everything. Um, but. So my, my lads had that, they were open to that sort of thing. So I didn't really feel like I was coming out when I said I'm going to be a comic. Right. They just can't understand how you make money from it. Yeah. They just don't, it just doesn't compute, you know. Yeah. They don't understand that we have to drive to Leeds yeah. on Thursday for 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, I, th I think when I, when, I, when I first started stand-up as well, when you're doing blokes in the van, always. How much are you getting paid for that? I'm like, nothing. Mm. But I love it. I like. They, yeah. they can't work it out. Doesn't they, make sense. They, they can't work it out. What, what do you mean? Like, yeah. They don't, don't, don't get it. And the other thing is as well, the funniest bloke on the building site might not necessarily be the funniest bloke in a comedy club. Yeah. Like, he's funny ripping it out. And you, I know I've known guys like that. I remember there was yeah. a guy called Lee when I was a, I was a commie chef at the Independent, the newspaper, and he was fucking hilarious. What was his name? Lee Dixon or something like that. And he used to just crack me up. And then one day he just said to me, he was laughing as well. He goes, he goes, I don't even know I'm going to say half of this stuff. It just <laughs> comes out of me. But it, I don't know if he'd be able to translate that into club comedy. I don't know if he could do it. Yeah, I think there's always a way. There's always a way. Yeah. You've got a funny Was your dad funny? Or is your dad funny? My dad's very dry. Right. Very witty. Because did you did yeah. you watch? Where did your thing for comedy come from? Though did you uh, did you watch people go? I want to do that. Or? My mate, my mate Tom, who I've known since I was three. Um, and my next door neighbour, they're older, Alan and Tommy. So as Alan and Tommy live next door, and they used to get they were older, so they used to give me all music and clothes and all that sort of thing. And then Tom, my mate Tom, who used to live around the corner, uh, he used to give me like, he go, oh, have you listened to Bill Hicks? I'm like, who the fuck's Bill Hicks? And he used to give me that, Lee Evans, Jack D. Uh, my, then my neighbours gave me Eddie Murphy. And then from that, I was talking to someone about it, and they went, we well, you know that's Richard Pryor. And then you go back. Yeah, yeah. So I used to, so I grew up with it, but at no point did I go, oh, I'm going to do that. Because I'm fundamentally quite a shy person. So I'm like, it's never in a million years I'm going to stand in front of people yeah. and do that. So to be doing that, to be coming up to like 19 years in, and I'm yeah. like, I do what? Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? Because I, I, I had that thing of like, where it's, it's like the idea of doing that, you just like, like talking before about suppressing thoughts. Yeah. Deep down, I really want to stand on stage. And, and, you, and you, as soon as you think about it, you go, now fuck that. <laughs> you, know I mean? you go, no, nah, I'll just do it at a pub. I'll just do that. You know what I mean? But that's it. Yeah. And you don't realize, and you've probably been doing this your whole time. 
when you're in front of your mates and you're telling stories and you're trying to get them to laugh, you're trying to make them laugh, and you'll go home and you'll you'll think about it. And go, oh, that was a good story. That yeah. subconsciously, you don't realise you're practicing. Yeah, yeah. For, for later on. Yeah. You know, everyone. The, 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 I say the guy on the site probably wants to do it. He probably yeah. would, but he ain't got the he hasn't got the bollocks. Yeah. You know, or he doesn't know how you do it. Well, I, did, you know? I had two, two, a few things I was doing. I remember when Facebook first came out and it used to be a status. Yeah. Like Jessica, it is. Oh yeah, and I remember I used, to, I used to I used to write something and go dot 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 say something else. And I realised what I was doing. I was making jokes. Yeah, looking back, I was it's like set up punchline. See, that's what I was doing the yeah. whole time. You're practicing. And then I used to I remember once I used to I used to do funny videos on my phone and send them to my mates in the WhatsApp group. Yeah, and then I remember like, like ten years ago, some one got big on Facebook. It's not going around. And it weren't until like say two three years ago. I thought well, I'll just start. It's just lockdown. I started doing it on my phone and it just things up blew up from there. But but the stand up itself though. I remember did a, did a speech at, I think this happens a lot doing a speech at a wedding yeah. and you think and I, I like this <laughs> I like this feeling yeah, you know I mean? feeding the beast yeah 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 man it's for all it'll, it'll get you some, some, if, if there's someone listening to this and you want to do comedy yeah. just go and do it the hardest thing is going and doing it yeah, like yeah. You, so find an open mic night somewhere there'll be somewhere and they'll just go down and go look I want to give it a bash and they, it might not be that night they might say like alright you've got five minutes come back in whenever but if you if you want to, if you're feeling it, go and do it. That's, that's, it. that's literally it. I think that's good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been arrested? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, so <laughs> again, like I said earlier, I'm not I'm not criminally minded. I never could have I never could have got into that game. I just haven't got that with, with that kind. Of, I remember someone, we were in a nightclub and uh, and I was with one of the lads and he had a load of things on him. A lot of pills, and he just went. He goes, oh, he goes, I need something to put all these pills in. And I'd just been paid, so I had this envelope. So I took out all my money and I put it in my pocket. And then I went, Yeah, and it was under the neon light on a dance floor in the middle of a fucking nightclub. And I've given him this bright white envelope. <laughs> on, yeah, I'll whack him in that. And he's like, Looks at me like, What <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I was never gonna be, I was never gonna be the craze or anything like that. <laughs> um, so I'd just done a I'd just done a big gig at Leicester Square Theatre supporting another act, and and uh, and he and he, he was like, oh look, we're going for a meeting with Universal after this. We have a few drinks. You, do you want to come? Because we're going to talk about my DVD and all that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, I'd love to. Anyway, so anyway, afterwards when it's all when the show's finished and he comes through and he went, ah, oh, sorry man, he goes, I've got to, I've got to dump you. He goes, they've actually said that I can't bring you. Oh, right. So I felt like a bit, yeah, felt like a bit of a cunt. That's a horrible like, feeling. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, all right. He went, listen, man. He goes, I'll make it up to you. I'll, I'll yeah. talk to you later. Anyway, so I'll wait for all of them to leave and I finish my beer and then I walk out through the, through the theatre and it's just, there's no one in it now. There's just the staff cleaning it up. And I'm like, all through. It was real like, oh, I just, I just <laughs> oh, had a blinder and now I feel like, yeah. oh. Anyway. My heart goes out to you now. So I was like, I don't want to go home feeling like this. So I knew my, I had some mates that were out in Clapham Common. And I went, you still out? And I went, oh, yeah, 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 come over. We're in this in this pub. And it was in the summer as well. So everyone's outside by Clapham Station, Clapham Common Station. So I meet them, we get a pint. I literally, I'm halfway through the first pint and we're outside. And there's loads of us out there, loads of people out there. And then this guy just keeps like, he's like bouncing around through the crowd asking for change. He comes up to us, he's like, oh, lads, I need 50p, I need 50p. And we're like, oh, hang on, mate, all right. So we end up, we give him like three quid. I'm like, yeah, mate. And he went, oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. Let me give you something, let me give you something. I want to give you something for that. I mean, no, mate, listen, we don't want anything. You're fine, you're fine. So he starts rummaging around in his pants. He's got his jogging bottoms on and he's rummaging around and we're like, oh my God, whatever it is, we don't want it. It's in his pants. So he goes, he goes, well, yeah, 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 no, no, I'll sort you out, sort you out, sort you out. So then he goes, oh, come over here, come over here, come over here. So we go away, we're kind of on the edge of everybody. And he's like, no, no, sort you out, sort you out. And then me and my mate were going, look, whatever it is, it's going to be shit. Let's just get it off him, fuck him off and we'll just throw it away. It was like, and we made a joke going, oh, it's probably it was like shit, cocaine, or yeah. it's something that we don't want. Whatever it is, he's going to give it to us. We'll bin it. We'll fuck off back to the lads. Anyway, so he goes, oh, yeah, okay, he goes. And he gives me, as he goes like that, and he has it in his hand, and I go like that. As I reach out and take it, this un, this plainclothes police woman ah. just pops up, and she goes, yeah, you're under arrest for uh, suspicion of drug dealing. Ah. And I went, are you fucking kidding? And my mate just goes all big-eyed like, oh, my God. And I'm just stood there because I had it in my hand. I get, so I get handcuffed. They handcuff the guy. 
And my mate goes, oh shit, shit, shit. I'm like, and I just don't know what to say. I've never been arrested. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. And I'm, like, I'm literally halfway through my first pint. And then, so then I'm sat in the back of the car and all my mates are going up by the window going, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, I don't know, boy, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm driven off to Kennington Police Station and I'm like, oh, this is the worst day of my life. And I'm just sat there and then they took me in and then the guy went, and then the guy behind the counter just went, so what's, what's he, he's being arrested on suspicious of drug dealing. And, and he sort of looked at me and, he, and they went, okay. And then they sort of told the story and then they went, right, right. He looked at me like, oh, right, okay. So anyway, so as I'm getting put in the thing, I'm sat outside, I'm sat outside by, by the guys writing the thing down at the desk. And then I hear the guy from before, the drug dealer, and I can hear him going, he goes, I don't know the guy. He goes, I don't know him. He goes, I literally just come up to him asking for change. I'm like, oh, oh thank fuck yeah, for that. So he's going, I don't know him, I don't know him. Anyway, they kept me in all night. Because that's the thing, if you get arrested at night, in the evening, you're here there all that's night. Because yeah, Because you're waiting for CID, whoever you're waiting for, yeah. to come in in the morning. So I'm, oh, mate, I felt like I was Steve McQueen in this great escape. <laughs> I'm walking balls. around, yeah, I'm walking around, <laughs> doing the <under> press-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up, they give me some shit food, and I don't. And the thing is, you don't know what time it is either. They're taking all your bits off you. You don't know what time it is. You have no idea if you've been in there an hour or ten hours. It's weird. So then, and then the guy comes because I oh, was just waiting for this guy from CID to to come through. Anyway, he comes through in the morning and he sits me down and we did in the office in the in the interview room and I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> They've already taken a swab as well, all your inside your mouth and things like that. Anyway. So then he's sitting there and he just goes, well, we've, he goes, the policewoman was listening to your conversation the whole time. And she said, and he said, like, and then you said, well, it's probably cocaine. And said, and then, I went, oh. yeah, and I went, yeah, he goes, well, how would you know? I went, because anyone would know what was going on. <laughs> so we, and we were, and, and, and we were this back and forth, we was going, yeah, but we've taken a swab out of your mouth. You've got cocaine in your system. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'd oh, yeah, been, I am a drug addict. I'd been to a, <laughs> and then I'm like, Just oh, remembered. shit. I'd been to a party like three days before and I remember being at the party and then and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. And then my mate goes, have a little bump. I mean, all right, I'll have a bit because I was like, I was lagging a little bit. I'm like, all right, yeah, better brighten me up. So I have a little bit and I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, it's that bit, isn't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> so then we're talking and he goes, look, you, he goes, this is what happened. This is what was said, blah, blah, blah. Why did you say that, blah, blah, And then I went, look, I just think we were just being flippant, mate. And he went, right. I went, yeah, 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 that's all it was. We were just, we were just mucking around. We, like, we knew it was a bit of a wrong and we were just going, no, you know, it was just a flippant comment, just a throwaway remark. And he went, right, okay. Anyway, so then he, he, I go back in, he comes back out. And then he goes, right, he goes, Miss Wilson, you're free to go. They're going to give you a caution. Uh, but then you've got to go and attend this drugs thing. Oh. Kind of one meeting I had to go to just to, just to see what the score was. And I genuinely think it's because I used the word flippant that he went, oh yeah, this bloke's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a yeah, good yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you haven't heard that. 9am in, in Kennison Police Station. That was it, because he, he chatted his face with him. Oh, right. <laughs> Well, so drug addicts don't know the word. Yeah, flippant. yeah, yeah. He might have just gone like, nah, nah, you can't. Uh, no, nah, mate, just being flippant. Yeah. I'm just, just being flippant. Oh, good, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't. Oh, ah, yeah. you've, you've ruined <laughs> it right here and then. I think because I used that, and I'll tell you what was funny, when I came out, my, I didn't realise my mates had been down trying to get me out, and they're doing it, and they're like, they're like, oh, we're going to spring him, we're going to spring him. <laughs> I ran home that day, that morning. I was like kissing shopkeepers. I was like <laughs> high-fiving bus drivers. I was like, I was like Shawshank. I've only been in there in never house. <laughs> so yeah, I have, unfortunately. There you go. So, yeah, don't talk to strangers, kids. Right. We're going to wrap this up. Hi, Rich. Thanks been for nice. that. Lovely conversation. Yeah, nice one, been man. Nice. Thanks for having me. I you, really um, that. you in Edinburgh this year? I'm in Edinburgh. I'm, a, uh, just up, I'm a up the road, just a tonic, uh, 9.20 every night. I'm also yeah, doing then. Comedy Arcade at Underbelly, which is a panel show with Vix yeah. Layton. Different comics every night. That's at 11.20. Yeah. And I'll be bouncing around doing whatever. And uh, also, yeah. yeah. I've got my podcast as well, Insane in the Membrane. Which is available on all podcast platforms. Check Rich out. Thank you. And great, mate. Mate, thanks for having me. No, honestly. It's been lovely. lovely. Cheers. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.